don't care. Life is short. Sure, I'm in the thumb club. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Son of a bitch. Ten most embarrassing or unfortunate city names in the UK from the uh, Mirror, Daily Mirror. Okay. Can you, read them, can you read them with a British accent? Uh, sure. Good day. Perfect. Good day. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things power trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. The guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Dave, uh, in the box was a complete disaster, and I'm sorry, Chris Hockey. <laughs> sorry, Daddy. Sorry, Daddy. Uh, yeah, that did not go uh, quite like I'm. And in my defense, like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go through these questions really quick. In my defense, I honestly set it up because I didn't want Chris to get them all right, and I didn't want him to get them all wrong. I was shooting for like the four to six range, right? So sure. meat sauce is baby teeth. I mean, Corey had that nailed. It's either, it, you either guessed two or four. How he guessed 18, I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so that one I saw was like a 50-50, okay? Um, superstar Mike Morris attended Northeast Missouri State. Superstar used to mention that like once a week, you know, when he, especially during football season when he was talking about – you know, two a days and all that kind of stuff. So, and hockey was on the right track with that. He just, you know, couldn't remember it was Northeast and he guessed Southwest. So, you know, I, I felt like that was one he was going to get. He got the Tory Hunter one, the Mark and Nikki Parrish's song. That one I really thought was more of a, of a 50, 50 because, you know, you don't always remember other couples songs, but Hawk's kind of a music guy too. So I thought maybe that would stick with him, but you know, uh, Missed on that one. The free throws out of 50, I, I didn't think he would get that one. That was kind of one where, you know, he's either going to have to absolutely remember that or that's going to kind of be a guess um, <laughs> out of a number like 50. So he got that one wrong. The intern Jordan one, I could not believe neither Corey nor Chris remembered this one. They used to rip on Jordan like two or three times a week for liking train. It was but most of what they talked about with Gordon Leasy was how much <laughs> they hated train and you know how much that, he... that was Gordon Leasy's best bit. I know is, is liking train and being hated for it. I know. I'm like, I, th that one I thought was a slam dunk. And the fact that Corey didn't know it either shocked me that, that absolutely shocked me. The uh, PA loves the shaft one that Lieber carved into the K fan desk. That one, obviously I just threw that one in there cause it's funny and I didn't expect hockey to get that one at all. That was one where it was like, okay, that's definitely one he's going to miss. 
Um, and he did. <laughs> and then the meat sauce rap battle. I mean, nachos, burritos, tacos, supreme. Come, they played that. How many times did they play that? And and Chris yeah. remembered. Chris remembered the the rap battle, and he remembered his, but he did not remember nachos, burritos, tacos, supreme. So <laughs> I thought that was at least a fifty fifty. And then um, I'm blanking on what the last one was. I didn't have it written down. Oh, the um, the who got who got the notes sent home about watching R-rated movies? Creasel mentions that like at least once a month, and they they didn't mention. Of course, that. yeah. Yeah, and they they didn't have that one either. So I I don't know. You know, it might. And, and Chris was on the right track on quite a few of them. He just you know oh the oh the Roni Turiath one. Um, I didn't think he would necessarily because I, I knew he would remember it i didn't know that he i didn't think he'd maybe remember the name and that's exactly what happened he couldn't really pull the name but um so i mean i felt like quite a few of them were 50 50 and there were only really two that i didn't think he'd get so i don't know i i felt awful though and i still feel awful about it because i i chris chris was kind of dreading going in the box to begin with and then yeah it just did not go the way i expected it to well, um, you know, the good news is for all the rubes out there that think they are, uh, you know, know everything about the power trip, you can now put that to the test because uh, your Kickstarter is now live. It is live. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up organically. Uh, yeah. And thanks to uh, all the people that have supported it so far on day one, we are off to a good start. Um, I, you know, I put the odds right now at like minus 110 on both sides, whether or not this is going to get funded. I feel it's probably going to go pretty close to the wire on it. Um, you know, I really hope it does, you know, because like I said, if it gets funded, it's basically a break even for me personally. And I'm, I I've said from day one, I'm not in this at all to make money. This is just something I thought would be fun. I think a lot of rubes will love this and I really hope it happens. Um, so that everybody can, uh, everybody that wants to can get a copy of the game, but I will encourage you guys, you know, get out there, support it, spread the word if you can to your fellow rubes, um, you know, cause I know not everybody's on Twitter and that's the bulk of the, uh, my effort with marketing this since I only have about 165 Instagram followers. So Insta isn't helping a whole lot with this one. So, uh, <laughs> word of mouth will definitely help. And I, and I appreciate it. I appreciate every, like I've gotten so many, nice comments and DMS and stuff, um, about this. And, um, I'm, I'm excited. I hope it happens. Um, I just, yeah, I, I need the support. It's, uh, we gotta, we gotta sell Although I did do the math at the, at the rate we're going, if everybody that follows the account on Twitter, the power trip trivia bitch, which is at power trip trivia, if everybody that follows that account, um, buys the game at the current pace, then we'll get funded. And I'm guessing most people that follow that account are like interested in purchasing it. So I don't know, hopefully that, hopefully that'll come to fruition, uh, remains to be seen. So <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I think it's going to happen, man. I think it's going to happen. Uh, it, it's plenty early. You're sixth of the way there right now. So, uh, yeah. I, I like it. Go out there and, uh, and support power trip bets you know he's not trying to retire off of this money here or uh you know make up for any nfl gambling debts uh you know he's doing it for the love of the game here and uh yeah i mean what's better to the, for a power trip fan than power trip trivia so uh um a great christmas present here uh for the 2021 uh holiday season yeah i'm 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 hoping we'll get the support we'll 
uh, we'll see out there. And yeah, I, I, I really want, you know, especially the people that um, are super excited about it, I would feel really bad if it didn't get funded and I had the only copy. So uh, hopefully this will, this will go. And for those of you that are nervous after listening to today's in the box segment, like I'm not going <laughs> to know any of these questions. These, these were some of the most difficult questions and that's, and that's where in hindsight I screwed up. I should have given hockey a few softballs in there. Um, these were, you know, from the tough category. And the cool thing about playing the game is you get to decide what kind of question you want. You can take an easy question, a medium question, or a hard question. And, you know, the, the scoring rules are, are set up in a way that it should make the game very competitive regardless of your of your, your level or what level of questions you're getting. Um, it should be a very competitive game all the way around. So do not let that intimidate you if you were like, man, I was 0 for 10 today. I'm not buying that game. Th- these were the hardest of the hard questions. And um, you could, I mean, there's questions in there like, um, you know, I, I was just trying to trying to think of, uh, you know, what other questions I could have gone with um, instead of the ones that I gave hockey. And I mean, there there are some of the most basic questions in there. So like, who caught COVID in 2020 and started a GoFundMe campaign? I mean, everybody's going to know that, right? So yeah, um, yeah. so th- there's definitely a ton of softballs in there too. So um, don't be intimidated and we appreciate the support. All right. Well, tonight we are going to get back to somewhat normal show. Um, we're going to do a bets update, of course, quotes of the week. We've got a fun down memory lane that just cracked me up uh, when I played it again. I'd kind of forgotten about it. And then we're going to do quotes notes. I've even got a couple this week. And we'll do our locks of the week. We are both five and five after the lock off on uh, <laughs> Sunday night football, where the Chiefs, my lock of the week, beat the Raiders, which is your lock of the week. Um, and we're both at five and five. It's almost like we're flipping a coin. It All is. Right. Indeed. So uh, in our Patreon section, just want to say thanks to all the rubes that showed up for our Patreon uh, Thursday night. And of course, we lost the bet because <sighs> the wild and sharks could only combine or I'm sorry, wild and Vegas could only combine for five goals. And the over under was five and a half. And we lost that bet. So that seems to be our tradition. We apologize. Someday we'll get some of you paid. Yeah, it, it makes me feel better that the Wild did lose there because that was the other thing. It's like we either bet on the Wild or the over. You know, both are fun. At least we're cheering for goals or we're cheering for the home team. And, uh, yeah, neither of them came up. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go back to the drawing board and uh, have, figure out a bet for the month of December. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get rolling with the bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. And we're going to do what we love to do here on the Bets and Quotes podcast, and that is give you a live score update. And this is a very unusual score. This is the World Series of Poker Bet. Uh, of course, everybody we had nine people in on the bet. Each person got to pick somebody at the table. Uh, props to Lieber for picking the Asian guy and actually making somewhat of a run. You know, I obviously, you know, if it's my money, I'm going for the favorite. But I, I like Ben in these bets because Ben's a little bit unpredictable, and it makes it a lot more fun than just going right down the list of the exact odds and everybody just kind of slots in. It's kind of fun when somebody goes a little bit off the board. So kudos to Ben. You gave it a good run. Ultimately, you lost. And we are down to Meat Sauce versus Carly. They're the final two remaining. 
And at the dinner break that they're taking right now, uh, Carly is up 205.1 million ships to Sasa's 194.2 million ships. So it is really, really tight. They've been flipping back and forth. I've kind of been following it tonight. They've uh, they've been flipping back and forth. Each one's been up about 60 million ships on the other one. Um, but nobody's nobody's really pulled away and short stacked the other one. So uh, I think we're going to be in for a long night tonight. Uh, you might get the bet result um, in the morning. Of course, you'll have heard <laughs> you'll get the bet result long before you're actually hearing this. But uh, that's why we're the uh, be- the uh, live update leader on the Bets and Quotes podcast. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I love more than uh, giving live score updates during a podcast um, is the guys gambling on gambling. Um, oh yeah. You know, it's, it, it's such a heroic, uh, you know, <laughs> event for them to, to gamble on gambling. What would have made it absolutely meta is if we had gambled on them gambling on gambling, that would have, you Oh, know. that would have. Okay. Next year. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to put that in my notes here for next year. <laughs> Set a reminder. We missed on that one. All right. The only other two bets that I have to talk about is on Sunday, Chris hockey cashed uh, as the Minnesota Vikings. Chris was a pro Viking better and the Minnesota Vikings just won outright over the chargers. He had them, uh, you know, he had the points on that one, but they won outright. So he won $50 for meat sauce and he is taking the Vikings again this week, along with Mark Rosen. So both Rosie and hockey have the Vikings. Um, they're, they're getting two and a half points at home against the Packers. Corey and sauce have the Packers at 50 bucks a piece. You know, it's one of those, it feels like, you know, the Packers are just going to come in and blow the game out, but you know, I, I, I don't know that, you know, every, the Vikings are a perfect tease team this year because they have been close in every single game. And I think that's why these lines keep coming out the way they do, because the Vikings have been close. It's not like they're getting blown out. And, you know, it's not like the spread is three and the Vikings are losing by 30. So, um, you know, I, I think that's probably a really good line. And I'm I'm probably going to stay off the game myself because I, I just don't have a strong feeling either way. Yeah, the Packers are are number one in the NFL this year and against the spread at nine and one, a ninety percent cover rate, which is insane. Um, Vikings are five and four. Vikings always play better at home. Um, I won't get too far deep into this one because it might steal my thunder for the for the lock of the week. But uh, I, I just you know every bet that gets placed on the power trip just a single tear drops from my left eye. <laughs> Well, they've been doing good this week. They were they were, they hit, hit a slow patch for a while, but they're back at it now. So that's what we like to see, and uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some action this weekend on football. All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. It's time for the quotes of the week. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get to the quotes of the week. And we will start at number three with Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen. You know, every week Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show and it goes viral. Could you do something <laughs> controversial or say something yeah. so this will actually make the news? Could you just piss people off or something? Yeah, say something about sauce. Yeah, could you no, say that's something? A, that's you a, hurt me enough. 
Well, if I said something about sauce, it wouldn't really go viral. Wow. Way to have like good catches last week. <laughs> well, that's oh. <laughs> a touchdown, kind of an important yeah, one. <laughs> Uh, a great line from Thielen, but a uh, sauce with the ricochet shot back at, at Adam there. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Nothing like lip, ripping on the uh, star wide receiver from the home state that everybody loves. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, like the sauce throwing the darts there. That was uh, that was <laughs> that definitely spiced up the uh, Adam Thielen segment for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good to get Adam uh, a little bit off of, you know, and Hawk tries to do it with CJ Ham too as well. It's like it can't all be like talking X's and O's because then you're going to get a bunch of boring answers. Like ask them what TV shows they watch and you know, you know, joke with them. It's like that's that's as a fan that as a listener of the show, I think that's what I'm looking for. So um, good to see a, a fun, a fun and non-football side of uh, some of these guys. Oh yeah. All right. Well, at number two this week, it is Corey Cove. It's not one time, but yeah. Financially, it's a bad... I played team like, slots a few times when I was in Rise. Yeah, oh. you did. Yeah. After Every you that one gal. Yeah, and to Zach's point, you What's played down to zero. <laughs> oh, no. oh, what a line. I talked over it. I talked too much. <laughs> oh, the old zero rises again. Yes. Oh man, that was a that was a great metaphor there, man. Yes, and speaking of rise, I've actually got my rise T-shirt on as we record this. Oh. I came in the mail, so very excited to get that. Like the second I touched down in uh, Florida uh, last Friday, all good for me. Um, I saw on Twitter everybody posting their pictures of wearing their shirts, and now I have to wait another week. So yeah. um, I can't wait to get my my filthy paws. On one of my two RYZ shirts. Yes, and it fits perfectly, so uh, well done. Hell yeah. Well, the only one that could top the Meister this week is the gentleman, John Creasel. So when they were moving, though, it's, it's just superficial, it's just cosmetic, there's no medical concern? Uh, yeah, there's no, no, they're just, yeah, there's no, like, it's not bad. It's not a threat. So, no, no, no. They're all benign. Is that the word? Sure. Brilliant, Hawk. So when, um, when they open you up today, when they cut yeah. the hole in your head, you should pay them to F some sense into you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, said like only the uh, gentleman John Creasel could. Yes. Oh, man. That was uh, that was pretty, pretty good, as Larry David would say. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> it would have been better unedited, but, uh, yeah, we don't want uh, Creasel to get in trouble. Yes. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he still claims that he has never uh, sworn on the air, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Honestly, I... Especially for John. And, there, you know, especially being in Vegas a couple of those years, uh, back 2015 and 16, he was uh, – double fisting and having himself a good time so uh the the streak stayed alive stayed alive there absolutely well done sir all right well there are your quotes of the week it's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts copyright dark star well i went down memory lane and pulled a very fun clip 
Um, this this goes back to the superstar days, and um, you probably remember, you know. Uh, and I thought of, I was thinking about this because Sauce has been doing a lot of stand up shows lately, which I know Dave you highly recommend, and I am dying to get to one. It just yes. has not worked out when I've been a minister. The timing just hasn't been right, but I would absolutely love to get to one. Uh, but you may remember um, early in his stand-up comedy career, um, thanks to a Twitter misspelling, uh, Sauce went by <laughs> the moniker of Dong Stand-Up. Uh, and uh, this was around the time that that happened. And um, Dong Stand-Up called in to the power trip. On the hotline. Uh-oh. Good morning. This is Dong Stand-Up. I heard you talking about <laughs> Yeah, there he is. Uh-huh. Dong, what's up? <laughs> is it true that that I had I'm your up is what's up? Did, did, is it true that I had your dad heave crying just now? Of course he was heave crying. Well, my meat sauce is dad. Dong stand up doesn't have a family. Dong stand up <laughs> runs solo. <laughs> Dong stand up is a figment of meat sauce's imagination. Is he skinny and good looking? He's skinny, good looking, always on point. Mm-hmm. Get it? Yep. My dad is heave crying. He loves that song. Can you play that song again? Dong Stand Up loves that song. <laughs> tell Jeff Stand Up High for me. I will tell Jeff Stand Up High. I'm in traffic right now, and people right. are laughing, looking at me, and pointing. Bye. Bye. Dong Stand Up, everyone. <laughs> okay, so he's talking in fourth person there yes exactly he's meat sauce he's supposed to be dong stand-up but he's describing dong stand-up so isn't that technically the speaking in the fourth person yeah because you're speaking as like an alter ego about the alter ego and i love how he kept (laughs) kept dropping that this is dong stand-up is like i think we can remember what happened 20 seconds ago into this bit so (laughs) oh my god i I, I love Those summer his, teeth days. Yes, I, I I love his like uh his little bits like that, and I I so miss sauce on the streets, uh, like just oh yeah the, the whole pandemonium and... pandemonium out here. <laughs> I even name my my guillotine team is still alive, and it's named Pandemonium. It's the only one of my guillotine teams that survived. Oh, good for me. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I had to call it Pandemonium because I miss that bit so much. Genius. So funny. So. Yeah, so that's your quick little trip down memory lane with Dong Stand Up. And yes, if uh, if you have the opportunity, you've never seen Sauce do the stand up before. Uh, my understanding is he plays the hits. And if you're a power tripper, if you're listening to this, you know you're going to have a great time. So I would get out there and do it. And hopefully it'll work out for me one of these days. Yeah, and Sauce just posted, uh, or I think Udapil's posted it, but uh, Friday, December 10th, um, doors open at 6 o'clock. It's a seven o'clock show. Um, he is going to be doing dong stand up um, at Udapils, so there'll be some delicious beer at a great venue and with a very familiar and funny face. So uh, go see it. Beautiful. And dong stand up may or may not be an answer to one of the trivia questions. So keep that in mm. mind for a slight advantage to the uh, podcast listeners here. Ooh. All right. Well, it is time for quotes notes, and we've got an open this week. I cannot wait. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Let's spend the night together from now until forever. Boom, 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 boom. I want a double boom, boom. Let's spend the night together. Together in my room. Boom, boom, 
Okay, if that's not the worst quotes notes <laughs> open you've ever, it is top three for sure. What in the hell was that? So I didn't have it up high enough, but I was uh, taking a, a margarita nap in uh, in the backyard by the pool here this afternoon. And I heard Marnie say, "Boom, boom, boom," and I, I thought of the the Banga Boys song, uh, "Boom, boom, boom." So uh, it, it didn't it didn't come out the way I wanted it to, but um, you know that's the, that's the bit. Well, you're you don't making know when history. it's going to be average, and you don't know when it's going to be awful. <laughs> well, you've definitely made history here tonight with one of your all-time worst quotes notes open. Um, all right. Well, well I'm glad I've got, you appreciate it. Yes, I've got two items for quotes notes. Do you want me to go first, or do you want me to go at the end? Let's have you. I don't have a. I don't have a lot this week, so I'll let you end it. Um, Very good. First off, uh, I, I didn't talk about it the last show, um, but I, I've been working on my power trip. Uh, slash KFN rookie card collection. Yes. Um, you know, Chuck, me and you are big nerds, so it might be cool for us and probably super lame for everybody else. But um, I've put together a list. I have 22 different um, people. I have some doubles of cards. No, it's got to be – it's 23 people. Um, so I'll, I'll post the list out on Twitter because I want to make sure that I have everyone. Um, but anyone from – Paris Zucker, Ron Johnson, Ben Lieber, uh, Superstar, Kyle Rudolph, Ryan Carter, CJ Ham. Uh, the, the list goes on forever, but uh, it, it's been a fun little bit for me. As uh, you know, there sadly uh, these are these are uh, more affordable cards to collect. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess some of the Adam Thielen rookie cards and uh, and John Randall, John Randall. Uh, was the most expensive one that I purchased, but uh, it, it's just been kind of a fun bit. I've kind of gotten into cards uh, during the pandemic, so it, it's fun to collect the cards of people who you uh, like and appreciate. And uh, yeah, it's it's just been a fun little deal to put together. Yeah, it's really cool. I I'm very impressed by what you've uh, managed to put together there. And yeah, I, I, the card the card thing it's so ebbs and flows because it goes through times where cards are hot and then times where it's not so much. And right now it's one of the times the cards are hot, and so it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of fun to see a little buzz around it. For sure, yeah, it's it, it's been fun. Um, next up here, uh, it was good to hear from Brock Vereen. Yeah. Um, Man, and truly, you know, if you go back to the Tommy Olsen origin story, um, without Brock Vereen, Tommy Olsen would not have been a part of the show. Probably not. Tommy was the suggestion uh, for when Brock left school of, uh, or or no, it was actually the punter. Yes, um, from Green Brock Bay. Vereen, yes, he, he suggested the punter would be an electric guest. He came in once, it didn't work out. So we suggested Tommy Olsen, and uh, ever since 2014, we've been uh, graced with his presence. But uh, Brock was always a great guy, super fun to listen to on the radio show, and uh, I'm glad that he is out there and doing well. Yeah, you got to cheer for somebody that was a former gopher and a former Viking at one time. So, yes, very, very cool. And, yeah, Brock was Brock was always awesome when he was on with the Power Trip, and it's good to see that his broadcasting career has been successful. Yeah, for sure. Um, next up, uh, oh my God, the Mike Musman saga of gambling. <laughs> um, so he, he compared, uh, the other day when they were talking about gambling on poker, um, that, you know, that they should just, he compared playing poker to, uh, arm wrestling. 
um, or, or, or I think it was thumb wrestling or something like that. Um, you know, we're making a short list for the, for our, uh, golden dong awards for power trip preposterous statement. That's going to make the list. That's for sure. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm not, you know, it's really fun to make fun of Corey and poker players in general, um, as the bit, but, uh, I think we all know that there's, there's more, uh, it's more than just luck that goes into poker. Oh yeah. And, and we all know that, you know, despite his aversion to gambling, I'm, I'm a huge must stan. Um, I, I love must. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love must, but he, he was talk about gambling. It was awesome talking to him out in Vegas and everything, but you know, I, I think the real source of the problem, I don't want to throw her under the bus, but his wife sounds like the person that's really opposed yes. to gambling. And it sounds like he's very afraid to cross uh, cross that bridge. And so I have a feeling if his wife was a bit more of a uh, high roller, shall we say, then, um, yeah, I think, I don't, I don't think most would be as opposed to gambling, but I think, uh, I think his wife kind of holds a, a heavy hand in the anti-gambling segment. My guess is she doesn't listen to this show. Yes, uh, I, I would be very surprised if uh, Mrs. Musman listened to this god awful program. Um, time, time for time for two more for mine, um, okay? And then we'll get to your list. Um, Sweet, sauce assists. Um, man, that that uh, I am. I'm part of the cis crew. Um, I'm a cis survivor as well, as I've had uh, two cis removed. They weren't on my head, but Chuck, they were uh, basically on my tailbone. So you can imagine how hard it would be to not be able to sit on your butt for two months. So you had like taint um, cysts? It, no, 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 no. It was way above that. It, way okay. above the crack. Like, uh, okay. It's just in a really awkward spot. It, it, it runs in my family. There's a lot of people. I'm not a freak. You know, we are regular people here. So I, as a sauce stand, I'm standing up and I'm admitting that I've had cysts before. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to be relatable here. I had one in my back. It's the only time I've ever had to have stitches. Oh, good for me. Ooh, yeah. So, so you're in the, you're in the group as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be happy to hear that. I, I, I am too a survivor. I'm sure Larry David would, uh, could do an episode <laughs> about cyst survivors. So. Oh my God. I might as well just talk about that. Um, so I, I'm down on vacation with my parents and I'm getting them started. My parents have never seen any episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the first episode I showed them uh, was uh, the latest one, season 11, episode four, which I honestly think, outside of maybe the TiVo guy one in season six, is the funniest episode of Curve Your Enthusiasm I've ever watched in my life. And I've seen them all. Um, It was absolutely genius. So um, there's never a better time. You can start if you've never seen it before, never seen the show. You can start with the, the latest season there digestible episodes they're only you know 30 to 40 minutes long and yeah it's a hell of a time it's so funny yeah and uh there there's nothing better than leon like the very first instance that he's in last week's episode where he's scurrying oh my god i like i lost i just lost it just seeing the look on his face he is just absolutely one of the yeah. best characters in a long long time and yeah it's uh, i 100 percent agree just jump in wherever you will love it Yes. Um, the last one I have is uh, Tommy. Tommy Ryman was on, which I absolutely love Tommy. I think he is just hilarious. And maybe I just have the same taste in comedy as Corey and the guys on the show. But between him and uh, and Mary Mack and 
some of the comedians that they've had on. I just I absolutely love Tommy Ryman. Uh, but he posed a question and, and kind of a seeking help from the Rubes uh, for some suggestions for album uh, his uh, titles for his upcoming comedy album. Yes. And uh, I have a lot of them. So just stop. I'm going to highlight some of the ones that I like the most. Okay. The ideas that I like the most. Um, the first one is uh, the undiscovered truth of Tommy Ryman, uh, kind of, you know, building some suspense there. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's get into some more random ones. Uh, that's not my couch. Okay. Um, those aren't my birds. <laughs> My cat dragon. His cat. He he wanted to name it Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, hot dish heaven. Okay. Um, filtered filters. Fourth times a charm. And my favorite is beef alo soldier instead of buffalo soldier. Beef alo soldier. <laughs> well, that the, you're hitting on the right amount of randomness that he appeared to be looking for. Things that were absolutely unrelated to anything that he was talking about in his material. Yes. Uh, the last one here, where milk comes from. <laughs> that's, that's, that's enough of intrigue where you're pressing play on that. You're buying that $99 and 99 cent comedy album. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a, uh, I think that's a definite. All right. That's all I got. Let's get, to, let's get to your list. All right. I just had two quick notes. Um, they talked about hell Norway Good for me. I've driven through Hell, Norway. Um, it was oh, good for you. Yeah, it was uh, when we went to Norway a few years ago. It was uh, just between like where my ancestors are from and where one of my uh, mom's cousins lives now. And um, and he was like, I'm going. He in his uh, greatest Norwegian accents, he's like, I'm going to take you to hell. And then he laughed, and uh, we were like, What are you talking about? And then we he pointed to the sign, and yes, here we are in hell, Norway. So yeah, it was kind of interesting. So definitely stuck out in my mind. And so when they uh, brought that up in uh, headlines, I had to uh, had to write that down as a little quotes note. So oh, good for me. And the other one that I had is this is this was just a great line that got almost zero attention. But when Corey got back from busting out of the World Series of Poker, you know, everybody's kind of ribbing him and stuff like that. Zach Halverson had one of the greatest lines that just kind of got skated right over. And that sometimes happens with Zach. He'll drop something and people don't always pick up on it or aren't always listening to him. Zach said that they should have called it the Sludge of Gone. Oh, that was good. That was that brilliant. Was that was absolutely brilliant. The sludge of gone. I gotta post that one. <laughs> sludge of gone. That was genius. That so, was genius. Props to Zach. It was not lost on me, sir. Well done. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the locks of the week. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we are both five and five, almost like we're flipping a coin. I won the lock off last week. Um, I kind of got lucky with it because I don't think that would have been my lock of the week if I had remembered to do the locks of the week on time last week. But, um, you know, it came down to it. Uh, We both threw one out. I won the lock off because the Chiefs destroyed the Raiders. Um, So that was, oh, good for me. So uh, I get the uh, podium this week. And it's interesting that you mentioned the Packers Vikings because I don't know what your angle is. We never talk about these beforehand because we want to see where we're lining up on these. But, um, I'm going for the Packers Vikings game this week, but I am not taking a side on this as I kind of alluded to oh, earlier. I, I think the line's really good, 
Um, I'm focusing in on that over-under number of 49 and a half. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. This, and this might be another lock-off, we'll see. This is a game where Mike Zimmer is going to do everything he can to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. Uh, it's going to be a run-heavy attack. The Packers proved last week, even without uh, you know their, their number one guy, Aaron Jones, uh, Dylan had a great game. And the Vikings have been one of the easiest teams to run on all season long. I think this is a heavy ground game, despite all the hype around Aaron Rodgers and, you know, Kirk Cousins having a great statistical year and everything. I really do think this game gets won in the trenches. I think both teams feel like they're going to be able to run. The Packers defense, if you haven't looked, they are pretty darn good, especially against the pass. So, um, I, I think it's a ground game. I think a lot of clock gets chewed up, and I think 49 and a half is. Uh, I think they they're able to get under that. I'm taking the under 49 and a half as my lock of the week. It's a lock off. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Um, last week's was basically because we both forgot, and um, <laughs> I just posted a pick quick from our account. Um, but this week, um, okay, so I was gonna go with. There is a theory out there, um, aside from the lockoff, that uh, teams who did not cover against the spread the previous week, who play against a team who covered the spread the last week, um, is hitting at like 65% or more. Um, so I, I'm keying in on Falcons on Thursday night. I didn't want to do a Thursday night because I didn't know when this would get posted, but I do like the Falcons plus seven. Um, there is another one in uh, Cleveland minus 11 and a half, which I think is a crazy number. But I think it's so crazy that I think it's sharp against the Lions. Um, but for all of those reasons, um, I think there is a correction to the mean here. And I am taking the over 49. Um, the Packers are two and eight uh, on overs this year. So eight of their 10 games have gone under um, the Vikings, uh, four of their nine games um, have gone over so they're it, it's all trending it's all it, it all makes sense for an under and that's why i think this one is going over 49 points all right back to back lock offs i love it so i love it yes one of us will we will break the tie we won't both uh, be tied next week so uh, that'll be <laughs> that'll be awesome so good deal all right well uh however you bet it good luck um i should be an interesting game. Um, I, yeah, I'm. I should be more excited, you know, excited about the potential of knocking off the Packers, getting to 500, and everything. But I just, you know, I just feel like this is the climb towards mediocrity. If I knew there was, even if, even if we had like the seventh playoff spot and we just snuck in with the last playoff spot, I would take it because you know, chip share and a chance kind of thing. But I just feel like we're going to come up short of that last playoff spot. So it's I'm I'm still not on the excited bandwagon yet. But I don't know. Maybe maybe they knock off the Packers this week and I get back to excitement. And maybe they get blown out by 40 this week and uh, it officially cements <laughs> Mike Zimmer's career as the Minnesota Vikings head coach. So Yeah, we, probably more likely. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. It should be fun drama either way. All right, well, uh, that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Where can they find you at in the meantime? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. Oh, and I was going to say, too, uh, that video you posted was really cool, like the plane landing and taxiing to the garage oh, yeah. and everything. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah, my parents have a pretty cool spot down here, and uh, my dad is a pilot, so uh, 
he really gets a kick out of me going up with him. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, pretty cool. I, I know I, I'm starting to post way too many personal things on my account. So I need to get, um, you know, get the leash put back on me and t- get tied up to the tree and just post sh- stuff to the show. But every once in a while, it's fun to post something cool. That's personal. So heck yeah. And if people don't like it, they can delete it. Right. So <laughs> yes, it's their choice to follow you. So, uh, don't feel bad about anything you post out there. So, and I am, of course, at Power Trip Bets, and you can go to kickstarter.com, search for Power Trip Trivia. The links are everywhere if you follow at Power Trip Trivia or at Power Trip Bets. Um, the links are everywhere. I thank you guys, uh, those of you that have bought already and will be purchasing it. Uh, I thank you so much for that. And fingers crossed, hopefully we can get this funded and we can actually get physical games in your hands. So. Thanks for listening. We will uh, we'll keep you updated on what the plan is for next week because it's Thanksgiving week and we'll have to we'll try and figure out something. Not exactly sure as we speak what the plan is going to be, but we will get something figured out. So thanks for listening and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie. We'll be right on